Hi, it's Joan Breibart, Body Conversations. It's January 2022. It's hard to believe. Anyway, episode 16, and guess what? It's the Jesus diet. Maybe you're not familiar with it. Maybe you only know keto and paleo and Weight Watchers, sorry, WW and Jenny and Nutrisystems and the Mediterranean diet. Well, that's getting close, according to uh, this diet that I think you can have for $14.95. So um, here's what it is. Some minister, I think, decided, well, uh, people who are hooked on Jesus and... Um, believing, I can get them to then believe in his diet. And since there are thousands of diets, they really are all the same, but it's some form of manipulating food so you can eat more, which of course, as we now know, messed up people's hormones. And so they're always hungry, even though they may be carrying 50 extra pounds. So, but no one knew that. So, um, what a cute idea, right? Anyway, it's the Jesus diet. And you have to say, well, that means it's Mediterranean because he lived in that area. But of course, we know that um, that's not true. Uh, it's not a diet that was um, just fresh fruits and vegetables and you know, occasionally lean meats and lots of olive oil and nuts and seeds and all that. Essentially... It was a diet where people ate very little because there was very little to eat and we keep forgetting those things. And then Jewish uh, dietary uh, laws were just extensive and he was obviously Jewish. So that meant um, there were all kinds of things that Jews were prohibited from eating. Things that were available like pigs, right? And shellfish, it's near the Mediterranean any kind of animal blood. They had this whole thing that you could only eat animals that chew their cud and do not have cloven hooves. So obviously pigs, no. Horses, no. People, you know, in other parts of the world have always eaten horses. So, um, but on the other hand, um, we know that supposedly he liked um, wine and everybody drank wine, um, but one of the things for sure that's mentioned somewhere in the Bible is that he ate lamb, which is a red meat, and that was, um, I think, acceptable to the, the laws, right? Um, you could have fish, but they, they um, had to have uh, fins and scales. Anyway, there's, there's a very extensive dietary restrictions and obviously the Mediterranean diet was created, uh, you know, 20 years ago to get people to feel like they could eat as much as they want as long as it was all, you know, sort of pure, pure foods, clean foods. No butter, but olive oil. And yes, there were olives there. So, but let's go back to why we know that it didn't matter um, specifically about this food as opposed to that food. Because science has been able to tell us 
about the actual size of people then, right, in this small area. And it's amazing how small they were. I mean, Jesus probably, assuming he lived, would have been five foot five inches. And um, from the skeletons and all this other stuff that they've been able to sift through, because they're always doing these digs there, um, he probably was really skinny, right? Um, uh, you know, there weren't any Ubers. They were just walking everywhere and sometimes riding on a donkey, I guess. But um, so people, imagine a man who's skinny and who's five foot five inch tall. The most important thing about that description is that he could only eat very little, right? Or... Um, he wouldn't be that skeleton, that frame, that size. And you don't see any depictions of people living then uh, with big bodies, um, and certainly not tall bodies. Now, maybe that was happening in another part of the universe, but in this area, these were very short people, five foot five inches. Now, most people don't think about that because they see these images of Jesus that I guess started to appear mostly in the Renaissance. You know, we have someone who's what, six foot three, that's what he looks like, long flowing uh, uh, dark blonde hair. Obviously he had black hair and it was very curly, maybe kinky. Um, white, white skin, aquiline features, obviously he had um, Semitic features um, and black eyes and what we'd call a big nose, the, the quintessential dirty Jew that was chased and persecuted for uh, you know millennia. That's what Jesus would have looked like. But I only tell the story because I happened upon this diet and I didn't actually know there was a Jesus diet, and people had packaged it and were selling it. But now that everywhere people are coming to the conclusion that um, this diet thing has been a mistake, and to such a degree that it's amazing. Gail King, who's supposedly Oprah's very best friend, and I think an editor at O Magazine, and she's the anchor of the Today Show, and about a week ago, she had some daemon talking about intuitive eating, another silly scam. This girl was from uh, somewhere in Florida. And it, it opens up with, with Gail King saying to this girl, you don't have to convince me. I know diets don't work. And her very best friend pretty much owns Weight Watchers, right? Um, and so her shows those 25 years of shows that were so enormously successful, um, at least 25% of them were nothing but diet and exercise, right? And, uh, you know, the whole thing of Oprah and her obsession with her body and what she should eat and what she shouldn't eat and all of these things that were guilt trips and whatever. But in the one way, it's a good idea to have a biblical diet because it reinforces, for me, how I knew in 1978, before any of this really got going big, 
I mean, true Weight Watchers started in 1963, but it wasn't really to the 80s that all of these things, you know, fat burning, exercise, and, you know, holy water and um, dieting, you know, started to grow as with the bodies. But um, was that I saw in 1978 when these subjects were starting to um, become popular that we were talking about uh, biblical uh, issues like the seven deadly sins, gluttony and sloth. And that's what I saw. And I knew that was a Pandora's box. And once we went in there, it, we just uh, end up where we are today, where people's lives have been controlled by these things. Their bodies have been ruined. They're angry. But on the other hand, it's hard to walk away because they, they still believe that the Holy Trinity of wellness works it's, and that they're the problem. But of course it doesn't work because nothing that enables you to eat as much of you want of a narrow diet, a narrow one, um, can work for your body. It's a machine and it doesn't want to be overloaded, even if it's kale. So of course now all diets or well, half of them are um, what we're talking about eat healthy kinds of things where it's unlimited if you eat, certainly Weight Watchers, um, if you eat the foods that are free, they don't count in your points, right? The points are only for bad foods like ice cream or chocolate or something. So um, really what's changed? Um, but there's the appearance that you can eat anything you want. But the truth is Americans eat... Um, a very narrow diet. They, uh, they're not adventurous. They, they eat uh, pizza and pasta, really spaghetti, um, and French fries and, uh, I'm sorry, Patriot fries, is that what it is? Um, and hamburgers. <sighs> very few things. So, um, it, you don't really have to tell them they can eat whatever they want. They just want to eat very few things. And, um, you know, the Mediterranean diet is obviously a diet that limits, limits you from eating things you might want, such as pastry or ice cream or um, candy or whatever it is that you seem to want. So, um, one thing I read as researching this, this diet was that they felt that Jesus would be um, accepting of genetically modified foods and beverages because he turned water into wine. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's, it's really funny. But it's serious in another way. It's a, it just shows you that, that how the lengths people will do, go to, and to, to scam people in this area. And it's led us to where we are now, which is that people have to face the music. And it's not difficult to do it. It really isn't. Once your body gradually gets accustomed to eating less food, less often, and, but very slowly, because that's about, you know, what you can do and lose weight and at the same time you're not going to be hungry so you know if you're not hungry it's not that hard to lose weight and since the hunger is all artificial 
Which brings me to um, cortisol. So I recently had these blood tests and I asked the doctor to do a cortisol test because that's an extra. And mine was six, which is like so good, it's incredible. And frankly, um, I said this before and I want to say it again because I just went over the numbers with him. And he says he doesn't see that if people get it, that, you know, their cortisol is high, it's, you know, 20, 25 or more. So anyway, um, that's as a result of Paracetor. And right now what I'm going to tell people is all they need is the 80 Bytes app and the, the little manual we have. It's $9.95 on Amazon, Kindle, and on our site, and Paracetor, which of course will uh, be useful for their entire body aside from just the cortisol issues. So... Um, Anyway, I just thought I would comment on the Jesus diet uh, because it sort of embodies to me the entire scam of dieting when someone would come up with something uh, that's just you know, nonsense. I mean, he wasn't eating a Mediterranean diet. He was, uh, or people at that time were very, very short and skinny which meant they didn't eat very much at all. So, onward and upward.